Welcome to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. This is Jacob. I'm Akeem. Don Tolliver. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I figured Shut with you, you over there crooning to Don, I'd, I'd jack the intro. Uh, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. I needed to get that out, honestly. I love that song. That's a good song. No Don Tolliver album, though, huh? No, but Jack Boys, supposedly, by the end of the year. So maybe we'll hear some new Don. I hope so. I think uh, the people that are going to... I think there's going to be a lot of... Uh, his his artist featured on there, I would hope. I mean that that seems to be the move. Check what? Check what? Check check Jesus. We know that's it's hit and miss for me. Don Tolliver though, yeah, he's I, got I, it. Don Tolliver has a better body of work to me than Check West. And also they have good chemistry on the track because he has one track. Well, he's got two. Mud Boy. Well, he's got the. Uh, Is that what it's Mo, called? He's got Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba was sweet. the big one. Um, Live Shaq West, bitch! I'm dying. This Shaq ain't West. that. This ain't that bitch. That ain't this bitch. I kind of like that song. That I mean, his, his me. album was all right, but it just wasn't like outstanding. I, <clears throat> I think it was a good first attempt. And what I like about Travis's artists so far, or the artists signed to him, are that they're equally as weird as him. Yeah, they're originals. It's original, and it's more so about creating an atmosphere with the music as opposed to just making a hit song. Yep. And I so think that's, really cool. that's I think why Travis is so big. Because he makes hit songs while painting an atmosphere. Yeah, it is. It's the whole package, and that's what Don Toliver does equally as well. Even though I would say his imagery and Travis's are still kind of similar, there is enough of a difference in his delivery that makes him intriguing to yeah. me. What you know this week? The state tree of Minnesota is the red pine. Okay. And and you know what, dude? For the rest of the year, it's just going to be state trees. That's going to be the fact. All right. Um. In 10 minutes, a hurricane releases more energy than all the world's nuclear weapons combined. That's fucking wild. Wait, did you also know they're trying to put Donald Trump in a peach? How are what? they going to put him in a peach? They're mm. impeaching him. Uh-oh. That joke. <sighs> <laughs> that, that sigh is for everybody that had to just hear that joke with me. Sorry. It's, it's bad. Yeah. So bad. So what are we talking about today <laughs> before we get into news? Today we're going to be talking about uh, Wiki's new album, Oof. And, yeah, is it uh, Oof or Oofy? Oofy. My yeah. bad. And Oofy. And we're also going to be talking about... Bronzolino. Mm-hmm. Lamb over rice. rice. Delicious. Uh, before we jump into that, Fuck though... that's delicious. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Sponsored by Fuck That's Delicious. <laughs> um, First bit of news. So supposedly Offset slides into the DMs of Takashi's girlfriend, um, which is not shocking. Offset kind of seems to be a piece of shit when it comes to women. <laughs> Why? Do you not think some of these stories are planted, though? Yeah, they may be. But what, what, and what makes it a little more interesting, this girl, apparently 6ix9ine's girlfriend, is one of the women that allegedly Cardi B put that beatdown hit on. So the plot thickens. Um, then after this is announced, he comes out and says that he was hacked. <laughs> so let's see if I can find what this. What is this, 2014? Yeah. People don't so he, understand that that's just people not wanting to yeah, own he up puts to their out, words. He puts out a little video saying like, okay, <clears throat> I was hacked. But then 
I don't know if this is real because it's Twitter <laughs> and shit is crazy. But he apparently tweeted six minutes ago, I lick ass cheeks six minutes ago to the screenshot. I'm gay, y'all. I, yeah, I'm gay, y'all, and balls in my face. If somebody really, yeah. and, and to quote the person that quoted this tweet, did somebody really hack Offset to say, I like balls in my face? Yeah. That'd be pretty That, to me, stupid. sounds like Offset's tweeting in the bathroom, like, I gotta make it look like I was hacked. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, he's just he thinks that nah, it's bro, you 2010. Gotta say, yeah, you gotta say, like, some 2012 Gucci shit to think you were hacked. You remember how crazy Gucci was on Twitter? Bro, not only that, you know people go into, like, rappers' DMs and just, like, leak their, they screenshot DMs. That's what people do when they yeah. hack accounts now. They want to see, like, all the shit, like, oh, look, he was talking to this underage fan. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that they're not going to go, hey, I like balls in my face. This is offset. LOL. Did it for the lulz. Yeah. Troll face. Pepe the frog meme. The fuck? So we'll see what comes of that if anything is is real or not. But it seems to me 6 ix doing a pretty good job keeping himself in the news behind bars. I want to say, before we, get to, before we get to, well, I guess we're still at 6 9 but... I did want to say, like, does this not sound like a really shitty episode of uh, of um, Love and Hip Hop? Yeah, kind of. Like, everything that... any Anybody who's signed to Atlantic Records, uh, which there's Bad Baby, uh, Cardi B, Migos, you know, those, those sort of acts. There's a lot of people signed to Atlantic. It just feels like they also have to build up this, like, drama and online yeah. shit. And there's not, I mean, that seems to be the new formula because... Well, yeah, because clicks of, equal money now. Yeah. So if you get clicks, you get And money. a lot of these rappers are not making music that's going to last them even till the end of the year. No. Think about how many albums came out this year and how many are you still listening to? Yeah, not many. Even ones that were like, oh, that was pretty good. That's it. Yeah, it's just hard so because of the rate of music. So they have to make this whole like, drama yeah. around their life. And then it's just like totally, it's total bullshit. 99% of the time. No. You know what I mean? Another uh, person in an odd deal. Lil Uzi Vert. DJ Drama. Some people are speculating that this squashes their beef, but DJ Drama put up a <clears throat> video of him doing the, what is it, the, the futsal? Futsal shuffle. Futsal shuffle. What do you think of the track? Did you did you hear it? I heard it's what not he had out. on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. right. All right. Sound, sound like yeah. typical Uzi. I like the, uh, the Eternal Take ad lib. Yeah, I'm sure we're gonna hear that throughout the album. Uh, he's saying it's gonna drop early 2020. I would assume that means we'll January. Yeah, no, we'll the, the single drops. Okay, 20, yeah, I, so. say, yeah, that. <clears throat> I don't know about the rest of the album. Sorry, guys. So bad news for Joe Biden because Willie Nelson says he sm <laughs> quit smoking weed after it almost killed me. What? So as, if you read more, the article complex is the one that reported this article. He said it was more for breathing reasons. I don't think anybody believes that weed is, quote, safe as far as your lungs. You're still inhaling yeah. a foreign particle into your lungs. Absolutely. It's just, it's not as bad as smoking cigarettes because there's no additives. Right. And also, I mean, there's, I mean, those plants still do get treated. Um, a, a lot of like even legal weed, apparently they have stuff to spray on it to make it last longer. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, there's, there's definitely going to be a generation there's of always, people. Who, if people say, quote, weed is safe, it's. A safe drug, right? It's and not also, if you grow it safe health wise, because you're you're still smoking. So that's what he said. He still no he still is better than yeah. no smoke is better than like smoking, and smoking weed is still better for you than smoking cigarettes. Yes, that's there's what a, I would there, say. Yeah, there's levels. To but it. again, we're not doctors, yeah. so so he did he did does still apparently vape and use cannabis infused products. 
he did not say that he's totally putting off smoking weed. Apparently, he's just been suffering some breathing problems. I mean, the dude's 86 years old. Probably just like so, some edible now and then. Yeah. Though. What 68-year-old, or sorry, 86-year-old 86 have you met that doesn't breathe <laughs> already? Yeah. So... Maybe. Nelson probably smoked a lot of weed, though. This may help Joe Biden win 2020. No, it's not going to help Joe Biden win 2020. Nothing will help Joe Biden win 2020. <laughs> so the last bit of news, Bad Vibes Forever comes out Friday the 6th. Um, Jessica McKinney of Complex did an article talking about the album and the producers. Um, we find their names here. There were three people that were tasked with compiling all the stuff for Bad Vibes Forever. And um, so here we're. Jake really, really this article hitting his stride with the news today, yo. Yeah, this article is like forever long. Right. Um, Use Control F. Look at you. <laughs> or up. Oh, yeah, I think you have to press Command. It's Command F if you're on right. a Mac. Right. Um, but there were three producers that were in charge of doing it, and they said that there were no songs that were like. Less than fifty percent finished. They said a good bit of the songs that were on or they're going to be on this album were hundred percent recorded. Obviously, so the vocals were recorded. So okay. they said there were. It said they said hundred percent to fifty percent completion. Do you believe the hundred percent? Yeah, because th there was a quote in here where they said that there were some songs that X was working on. <clears throat> Heart he Eater was working on. Um, yeah, Heart Eater when he was working on. 17 he said no i'm gonna hold this so there are some tracks that either didn't make the albums or he decided to hold them because you know there was that tweet where he tweeted um skins bad vibes forever question mark he tweeted right. the name of three albums so yeah. they apparently found notebooks and voice recordings much like they've already shown us that he so they they're taking these notebooks and voice recordings and trying to follow his vision as best as possible here's why i'm a little bit skeptical of that um uh, there there are some tracks, obviously, that were already released before X's death that are on that album, which for a final album is a bit odd. There are, <clears throat> there are like, people that he would well, never have... Well, like Heart have... Eater, was it really released or was it... Was it was released. It was, he put it out on SoundCloud. Okay. It, it was put out. I mean, and maybe they took it down and then released it again as a single, They which it sounds like that's what they did, but he did release Heart Eater... Uh, I I mean listen listen to royalty. If you tell me that's a fifty percent finished track, I yeah, kind of have, have trouble. That may have been that. like the ones with the features. I would assume are the ones that they're referencing. Saying Which that a we're... majority of them have features. Yeah. Another thing is, why would he work with Rick Ross? I think more so. Some I don't, of these. Some no, no, no. Of the features, I don't think he worked with Rick Ross. No, no, no. I know he, they they say that everybody featured on the album knew X or wanted to work with him. I think it's about legacy. Like, okay. I think Lil Wayne having him on the Carter Five was a huge look, even though he he was already passed. And that some was a people big look for it. Wayne. Yeah, I don't think obviously too X's name brings a whole other fan base. Yeah, so that was a bigger look for Wayne than than X. Yes, but then clear. putting Wayne on it, I think now we're kind of saying okay, Wayne must really respect X or respect him from a distance, like Kanye said that he did. Uh -huh. So I think Rick Ross is like, no, this kid was huge in Florida. He was next. So I think it's more about his legacy and saying, hey, here's some legends that are, are co-signing for him. I think Jake should do A&R for a record label because the way he spun that was, was amazing. What I will give you, I will give you the cynical version to what you just said. You're, the way you said that is 100% right. It's beautiful. And it's a good outlook on the fact that most of these artists were doing it with the intention of showing respect to a fallen 
uh, icon, which to the extent, yes. Another thing I would argue is a lot of those rappers are lacking any sort of yeah, they're, big hits. Yeah, we don't want to say washed, but they're they're, in not the, they're, in the, they're living they're reliving their glory days. I don't believe in washed. I believe I believe that Rick Ross, Lil Wayne. I believe they they both have respectable catalogs. We've we've praised them heavily. However, I don't believe that X would have really worked with a lot a lot of those artists that are on the album. I can see Ross just being the Florida connection. Maybe not Lil Wayne. But we even said we've said this before that Florida and the SoundCloud rap Florida is totally different scene. Yeah, I mean, look at Denzel Curry yeah. and Rick Ross. Denzel Curry, I would put more synonymous with X's scene of Florida than Ross. Because they scene also of live together too. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's more just Ross, especially more of a cosine yeah. geographically. I guess they're kind of at that like Don status where in, it's just like their name is. Yeah, and, and Wayne could have been a huge influence to X. And that may that. be why Wayne's doing it now. Like, maybe, man, like, dude, sound, think about the the way rappers look, the way they dress. That wouldn't exist without Wayne. No, I will say that. I mean, we're we're close in age to X, yeah, relatively, and we're huge. We're Wayne like three fans. years. I think old. we were. I mean, we were. I don't want to say raised on Wayne. We weren't raised on Wayne, but we were self raised on Wayne. Yeah, yeah, we were, and it did shape a lot of a lot of rap. Nowadays, so I'm excited. The, the they addressed like how short and unfinished Skins was, and they said they want they didn't really have enough catalog to make full albums of the albums he announced. <clears throat> so they did Skins as like a teaser. I went back and listened to Skins, and um, it's not. I like what's there. I will say that. Like yeah. I still kind of like enjoyed going back to it. So I really like Tram Food. You want to yeah, do Bronson listen. first? Yeah, let's do Bronson first. Bronsonino. Oh yeah. So I know when this came out, you sent it to the group text. It's better than, uh, or said something, I'd rather listen to Bronson's Lazy Ass album. And that was honestly <laughs> the, the first vibe I kind of got on it. Right, right. And then I have to remind, we have to remind ourselves, it's Action Bronson. When has he ever really done something or a project that is focused? He's just a, a stream of consciousness rapper. So none of his songs really relate, I think, to a, higher theme over aside from food the only yeah. thing that he mentions almost in every song is food um i i i could see that um what i will say what really tied this together for me more than a white bronco yeah and um at, at blue chips 9000 was the the uh alchemist production yes without alchemist production this would have been as forgettable as forgettable as, as those the two projects yeah. um because the last thing we saw that Bronson did uh, really structured was Mr. Wonderful. That was back all the way in 20, 2014. Uh, let's see. Classic, though. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's a, um, I wouldn't call it a classic, but I would say it's really I good. It's classic Bronson. Like, that's an yeah. essential Bronson it's his, album. It's, it's yeah. a good album for him, yeah. Um, but the, thankfully, thankfully, Alchemist did the, the whole album because that really made this stick out. Yeah, and Action Bronson to me is if you ask me to rank top ten producers, the Alchemist is in my top ten. I don't think he's top ten. Like you couldn't argue. I think he's top ten unless you're from New York. If, <laughs> then you can argue that he's top ten overall. In my, if I had to give you a list, he's top ten. I, I'm not as familiar as I should be. 2015, Mr. Wonderful. 2015. Okay. <clears throat> that was that was really the the only. Uh, 
big big album release from him, but also he was signed to a label, mm-hmm. and now he's he's independent. So maybe that's kind of what happened. Maybe maybe he had a negative experience. Um, and I he's he's that. a free spirit. I mean, look at what he does in the food industry. He's he has just, a lot of he things. He was just going in the Irishman. Him. Yeah, he's he's doing a lot, mm-hmm. and he's always sort of been that way. Like like I said, I, he's never really been one to like strike me. Like he has deep lyrics, but he's never really talking about just one theme. It's always flexing or food. Right. <laughs> I I did like the I kind of like the gangster talk on the project. You know what I mean? But like yeah. kind of classic. Well, New he's York. always sort of been that way a little bit too, and that he just embodies that he has, New York. He persona. has a line where he says that he'll cut your he'll cut your dick off for moving your pussy lips. Yeah, he said I'll he said I'll cut your dick off and send it to your mom. That's what you get for opening your, your pussy your, lips. Yeah, he says he he says your your vagina vagina lips. lips. Yeah, <laughs> I I did like that line. I like the line about um, uh, buying expensive belts with more money makes it easier to hang yourself. Yeah. Um, uh, I like the my name, LeBronson. Supposedly, he is very good at basketball. <laughs> and he's self-professed good at basketball, but he says, call me LeBronson, not Guy Fieri. <laughs> so he's like saying, compare me to this legend in basketball, basketball. but don't compare me to Guy Fieri. Guy right. Fieri is so annoying to me. I was talking to my Dude, mom he about loves this on Guy Thanksgiving. Fieri, Thanksgiving. Yeah, you don't like him? No, he's so annoying, bro. What is it? What bothers you about him? Is it the is it the, this, <laughs> is it the okay. tips? Is it the bleach tips? It's almost everything. Okay. Bro, he hops out of this like red ass Camaro. None of his clothes match, and he's wearing like these like green sunglasses. I said, "Look at this man. He's fire. a if no, it's not fire. <laughs> <laughs> Man's fire. got less fashion sense than riffraff." But I, I'm gonna ask you this question: Would, yeah. would you would you be would you have fun like spending a day with him not like food related but i'm <laughs> yeah. saying like just like in a room would you have fun with guy or if you said guy outside of food because obviously he goes to some pretty banging food places so we can't go to a restaurant together no so you say okay a hobby outside of food let me do that with you for a day tell me you wouldn't get annoyed i'd take him bowling and then i wouldn't get annoyed <laughs> no nah, bro he just seems like he'd be the most annoying <clears throat> I've seen him in interviews though, and he's not as fast. I guess it is. A you know what I mean? Too. Like if you watch the show, I think he's he hams it up a little bit to keep people interested. Oh, nice pun there. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but but I don't think he's that. Uh, you know. But I like that he's annoying. saying compare me to LeBron, um, but not not Guy Fieri. The first track, DM Try. He does uh, describe his experience with DMT, think, which was kind of fun. Yeah. Also, a, a hell of an intro. I yes, thought, the I thought accordion the beat was outstanding. Yeah, the accordion the is thing, so strange. One thing I didn't like, and it was my only negative about the whole production as a whole from Alchemist. That beep was kind of harsh. Oh, yeah. Like in the in the beat, like the, he had that beep uh-huh. sound, almost like an EKG, and it was just so loud. Um, okay, it could have been toned down. Damn, but I whatever. didn't even. I didn't that was even the only really thing. Feel that. First time I listened <laughs> to, it, I was like, God, that. Because <laughs> Bronson just, I mean, he has like a really good bounce like in the pocket he finds to rap in. So I was just like feeling it and then beep, like a smoke detector. Kind beeping, like when the batteries it. go out. Yeah. yeah. But I, after the second listen, I knew it was coming and it didn't really throw me off. Yeah. Um, no, we're talking about his lyrics. The ones that stick out to me are the, more of like the humorous ones because mm-hmm. he does say some just funny stuff. And it takes you almost two or three listens to like really catch on to what he's <laughs> What he's saying, right. um, he says, "Likey Honda fucking up the Lexus." Do you know that one? Street Fighter reference took me forever. Yep. Um, I ha- I'll have your mother naked cooking stewed beef. <laughs> yep. And um, what was that other one with? Uh, uh, <laughs> he's talking about the the gang. 
They make fun of it towards the end, I think, of the second track. I didn't take anything, any funny quotes <laughs> from that something one. About, something about the dog pound running through his bitch or something like that. I can't I remember. remember. I can't remember. It was towards the end of the song, and it's they're talking about yeah. it. He didn't even really. He's got another one says, "I did an interview with GQ while taking and a shit." shit. Like, yeah, like he just doesn't give a fuck about the industry kind of vibe. Yeah. So I mean, he's creative in that aspect. I think he's got that classic New York sound. I mean, he's been compared to Ghostface. I mean, infinite amount of times. Ghostface even said that um, he thought that an Action Bronson song was one of his. Mm-hmm. That's on Vlad TV. He goes. He goes. When did I? When yeah, did I, I record that? I know they. They. they <laughs> oh got my beef. god! That video. That video of Ghostface responding to <laughs> to Action Bronson is classic. <laughs> Guys, please look it up. It's 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 really one of the best responses I've ever seen. Because Action Bronson just got tired of the comparison one mm-hmm. day. It, he was on Sports Center or an ESPN show, and then he said like. He's not making hits like this anymore, pretty much saying, yeah. like, Ghostface doesn't make good music anymore. And Ghostface responded to that. Yeah, I know, the, I know they had Freaked beef. The fuck Maybe, hopefully they squashed that. Who knows? New York made different up there. Bronson apologized, but then he deleted the apology. And then I think Ghostface got mad again. <laughs> so. Divas. Um, what did you think about accoutrements? That's, accoutrement that was the one. Accoutrement. Is Sorry, really I'm not good. French. Accoutrement. Okay. The only thing I have French is French fries, French toast. We call those we call them freedom fries now. No, we don't. It's America. <laughs> uh, the bass guitar was awesome in that. Um, that's the line where he has the fuck uh, like E Honda fucking up the Lexus. Right. Uh, Become a star. I thought was really good. I believe it was Descendant the, of the Descendant stars. of the Stars. The, that the was really track. good. Uh, a lot of piano. He has this Barkley line where he talks about. Apparently, I didn't know this. I, I had to go to Genius and read about it, and then it spurned me into a rabbit hole of reading articles. But apparently, Charles Barkley is a big patron of strip clubs, and there's a rumor that he tipped a stripper uh, like a Mazda, like got or like gave her the keys to a <laughs> Mazda. And Bronson says, he says, "No, I'm a big tipper." He says something like giving the girls the keys Bar- to his. I mean, he, he makes the rhyme "bimmer" like "beamer," and Bronson's a huge like classic yeah. European car fan. Right. And uh, Mr. Wonderful, you seen that painting where he's in the Saab, and the the girls giving in the him vinyl? top in the Saab. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's a big lover of European imports. So I thought that was like a kind of funny line because it took me. I was like Barkley, and it, it I didn't even catch that he was referencing Charles Barkley until I was just reading through lyrics. That was that's a really good sign, I think. If you guys can tell of this album, is that we're able to quote it. Which I mean, for the last two before this one, I really couldn't say that honestly. Yeah. Um, there was there was one track I liked off Blue Chips Nine Thousand, but uh, White White Bronco I didn't like at all. Yeah. Uh, I would say this is definitely a huge step up from that one. Well, part of it too, it played almost as a whole unit. Like the the tracks blended like a, well together. A whole. Yeah, a whole experience. They transitioned very well. A lot of them ran into each other, so there was no really differentiation as far as a gap in audio. Um, and I think that kind of, too, makes it feel like more of an experience. And with it being shorter, too, it's easier to go back to and say, okay, I can listen to this start to finish yep. and not have a skip. Because there's really not any point where I got annoyed or bored with no, it. No, me either. And there's not really a track that really stands out as overly bad. But also, there's not really one that I would say is like my my favorite. You know what the, I mean? The last track, uh-huh. Arnold and Danny, 
Alchemist can spit. That yeah. was Alchemist. I didn't know. He, I didn't know oh, that he shit. rapped. I didn't even realize that was Alchemist. That was Alchemist at the end. So already props to you for rapping better than Pierre Bourne <laughs> and Ronnie J. He produces better than them too. I mean, yeah, different it's different. Style. Different lanes. It's a different lane. But I don't want to shit on Pierre Bourne. Yeah, I, was I do shocked. like his stuff too. I was shocked, and it, it, I I put a big note here. I said it's not an action Bronson album if he's not lazily scatting on album. I feel like Bronson hits like five dabs and then and then goes, okay, let's record a song. I just wasn't a fan of the hook, but that was that was the track that stood out the most to me because of Alchemist. Very cool. Very cool. Um, again, I didn't really have one that stuck out to me too much. Accoutrement was... Accoutrement was my favorite. Learning. That's what I learned today and what you know. Magnifique. C'est magnifique. Fuck off. <laughs> that was a little <laughs> Irish. Whatever. Um, I think that one was the one that... Yeah, that's, that was the highest scoring for Accoutrement, me. Accoutrement, um, Sven, and DM Try, I would say, were my favorites. Those were, those were the three that I would go back to. I love on DM Try. My grandparents... Learned English watching Martin. <laughs> My mom told me she she learned English watching Jerry Springer. Swear to God. So your mom knows a lot of she, dirty insults. Yeah, she was just calling everybody motherfucker for the yeah. first three months. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're a Bronson fan, it's a high recommend. I mean, if you like more underground New York sound, boom bap, I think you would enjoy this a lot. Um, if you're looking for a theme, there's not one. What are you rating it? What are, what number are you giving it, Jake? Got an eight. Ooh, okay. I give it a seven. Okay. I give it a seven. Very, very good underground hip-hop my, album. My point, higher than you, may just be nostalgia. I think I'm more of a Bronson fan than I think you You like are. Mr. Wonderful more than me. I mean, I think you got my I got a brand new car. And a jazz guitar. Yeah. You, you are a very big Bronson fan. But also, um, I will say that I just hadn't gone back to it as much as I would have liked to. Um, I did run it to the ground the first week, though. Yeah. I, I don't go back to it a lot. I did add his essentials on iTunes. If you don't have that playlist, get it. Like, you'd be like, damn. He That's could good. do this. I, I wish that his he could his essentials, he could put out an album. My way. problem is, like, I'll see the Apple essentials, and then I'll just make my own. You know what I mean? Yeah, that one. Well, see, his, with a lot of their underground artists, I feel like they get it right. But more of the mainstream ones to me, like, they're like, it's all the pop songs. Yeah, yeah. Which with more underground, there's not a lot of pop. Like, when's the last time you heard Action Bronson on a pop song? Never. Baby Blue. Baby yeah. Blue was the last one. Yeah, that was probably really the only one. Yeah. Yeah, which maybe that's what... That's what I'm saying. I think it's a God, little easier. I feel like I'm saying maybe too much. Uh, but that's... Yeah, it is a little easier for him. Uh, but yeah, check a, that out if you haven't. Sweet, it's a sweet little project. And also, he did the artwork himself on the cover... Not a huge fan of his artwork, but yeah, I'm excited to hear more. Me too. Me too. I mean, as, I think, as long as he's putting out music, I'm happy. Yeah, music is the back burner to bring it yeah. full circle back to food. I think he's just doing too much. I think the the connection with the Scorsese film. I think now he's going to be doing more cinema, maybe. Um, which look at the. I mean, he has God cosigns. He's done a movie with Martin Scorsese, Al Pacino. He is on. TV networks doing food. Yeah. He, Alchemist is he's getting God syndication money. <laughs> <laughs> he's from New York. He, dude, he's getting syndication money. You know, he's yeah. just making money off his off of uh, fuck that's delicious off 
off all his uh, side ventures. And shout out to him because he's really entertaining yeah. in that lane too. And he's been—he's actually—he he did a he beer. Did his cookbook, his cookbook yeah. is cool. He did a beer. He did a beer. I tried to find it, but it was sold out. Of course, because nowhere there was no like local retailers here. I had to try to get it through like one of the online right. deliverers, but it was sold out. Dang. All right. Well, shout out to Action Bronson. Thank you for a good project. Uh, definitely give that a try, guys. If you want some underground yeah. music, when we get back, wiki. Oofy. Oofy, and then we'll be talking about some Jordan releases. Stay tuned. Just Jordan releases? No no three stripes? No, no three <laughs> stripes at all. All right. <laughs> hey, everyone. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. If you are, please consider giving us a subscribe. Also, if you're listening on Apple, give us a rate and review. Lastly, if you want to stay up to date on what we'll be discussing on the next episodes, make sure you follow us on Instagram, at HLHBO. Thank you all so much. Let's get back into the episode. Saying maybe a lot. You know how, like they say, if you sing a song, it'll get out of your head. Yeah. Maybe yeah. if you sing this, you know what I'm saying. Maybe. Who is this, though? Carly Rae Jepsen. Carly Rae Jepsen. Damn. This kind of hits, guys. And this is crazy. So here's my mama. And call me maybe. No, no, no. Nowadays, I'm so desperate. It's more like, please, please, the God, call me. Please, God, call me. Isn't it crazy how one-hit wonders work? Like, you obviously knew the whole hook to that, mm-hmm. as do most Americans, but probably couldn't tell you who sang it. I don't even know who Carly Rae Jepsen is, but shout out to her. Some some white girl. Let's give her a little more credit than that. Call me, maybe. Do you, are, you, are you, like, asking Carly Rae Jepsen to call you? Yeah, call me, maybe. Call me, maybe. <laughs> Yikes. We'll do an interview together on the We probably we probably would. That would be a dope interview kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we knew like what I'm saying is total <laughs> bull, but I'll just throw kind of at the end and it'll be alright. This is what I would do. So tell me why you didn't say call me absolutely. <laughs> what is it about maybe that made it work? Well, probably because call me absolutely there's too many syllables. Call me always. Yeah. So before we get into what we're wearing today on What You're Rocking, uh, while I was looking for news. I'm not wearing shit. I'm naked in this chair. Complex had an article, and I don't need to read the article. We can talk about it amongst ourselves. Mm -hmm. But it says, do high fashion brands deserve a place in sneaker culture? This is the thing. So with the exclusives that they're doing now, like with the sneakers app, like, yeah, I think in that part of sneaker culture, yes. But there's people that don't buy like high resale shoes and they love the Jordan one. I think there's a difference in like the sneaker heads and like the sneaker exclusive heads. Like, yeah, yeah cool. I have the Jordan ones like the Travis's, but I'm not trying to go out and get every like grail shoe, shoe or every, every exclusive shoe. If one yeah. hits me in some sort of way, I'll get it. But most of the shoes over there are general releases. Exactly. And, and even if Travis name wasn't attached to those, they're still. Yeah, I would shoes. still. That, that's an awesome colorway out of guy. I actually wish that they weren't attached because. I, I love just a brown shoe, yeah. and that was like the first Air Jordan one. I got to be honest, that I really enjoyed. Like, and it's and it again. Like, I I really wish that Travis wasn't tied to it because I was like, that's just a great colorway. Okay, well, you know who asked this question? Who? Welty, Matt Welty. Oh, shout out to Matt Welty, bro. Adidas <laughs> gang. Oh, 
so that that's maybe why he's he's going at him. But I think yes, because now we're starting to see Jordan brand and Nike brand include like other high fashion brands that Americans aren't as familiar with, like Facetasm. Never would have heard of Facetasm or looked them up if it wasn't for the Nike collab. Right. And when you go to their website, you have to go to the English version. Like when you when you when it goes, you're there in the the Japan. Website. I mean, Bape's like that too. Yeah. So I think Bape was more of I think kind of like a Supreme esque, whereas Versace and Balenciaga and Christian Dior, most normal people aren't buying that anyway. So like when I saw the price tag for this, I was like, okay, makes sense. I was stupid for clicking on this and thinking Bro, I could get it anyway. Gonna, who, even okay, Prada is doing an Adidas run. Who's gonna be able to afford that shoe? Uh, Dior. People that can afford people that are afford other Dior clothing. No, it's only people that are gonna resell it, and then they're gonna resell it for like stupid amount of money. Well, Honestly, that's why. How much could you make on a two grand shoe at that point? Well, what I thought of, about this was there's hardly any Nike branding on it aside from the check. Like it says Air Dior. So I don't think this is gonna be on a sneakers. This is gonna be sold through like a Barney's. Supreme it, and Louis Vuitton did did that. They had a collab together. It was sold through Supreme. This will be sold through Nike. It'll just be two thousand fucking dollars, and there's only going to be a thousand pairs of it. Yeah. So that's the rumor. They haven't. I mean, we've yeah. not gotten solid yet. Most likely, that's what. It but is. I went and looked like at other high fashion brands' shoes. It's all They're relative. like seven to eight. It's relative. I mean, yeah, because the shirts are fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So I get it. In but. reality, you and I are never going to own any. I mean. Unless we really hit it big, an eight hundred dollar shoe. No, like really, like what could even if you had the money, do you want to spend no. it on shoes? Because literally, it's a consumable product. Yeah, like yeah, it, it's not like going to you know, the water bottles we're drinking as a consumable product, but it's done in an hour. Shoes break down over time. Cars are consumable, but there's also a huge market for restored cars. Right. So that's why I like like some of the higher resale ones, like the. Travis's, I'm not going to wear a lot because they do break down over time. But really no, I would should, not spend $800. really should never. Honestly, the way I'm seeing the price of those go up, you shouldn't even wear them for... They fell, they fall again. They're like nine. Dude, I think they're going to be a $4,000 shoe. Oh, it, it, eventually. Like, I really think within like two and three years, if they don't re-release it, obviously, it's definitely going to be one of those, like kind of a Yeezy too, yeah. where they're like, did you, you remember when this dropped kind of feeling? Yeah, I, look, there's, I don't know, the high fashion brands like Dior, there's not, I looked at their website last night, I was, because we, me and Tabitha were talking about that, I was looking through, there was nothing on that website that I would wear, aside from cologne. Balenciaga stuff, I would wear. If yeah, I had it just the looks money, comfortable, They're, they've adapted yeah. more of like the streetwear. It looks like streetwear. Um, um, but yeah, I don't really have a desire, so yeah, I think they have a place in sneaker culture. I think it's kind of rich fucky. people. Rich people like sneakers too. Well, it just adds this false, it's just, again, it's kind of just fetishizing shoes to this, like, I guess it legitimizes Nike as a, as a competitor in clothing. It put, it elevates them. Uh, for Dior, what that does is give them a cool factor that Nike has. It's mutually that beneficial for both companies. Yeah, so and I, I mean, guess it, to it be does fair, like, belong in there. Who looked through the Dior website yesterday? Yeah, Me, you. because I was like, would I wear anything else right. for them? No. And then he bought a $900 <laughs> wallet. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, so what you rocking today? 
Bro, my fits suck ass every day. I'm not rocking no, anything. I'm, I'm, I'm liking naked. that one. I'm naked. If you'd have paired the Vantas with that, yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought twice. I was thinking Vantas, but I got EQTs on. I got my khakis, and I also got uh, Marilyn Manson. Shout out. Sex is sex is rock and roll. I don't know. It's a fake eBay shirt. It's kind of cool yeah. though. And my and I always got the Primo. That's right. So with us talking about Bronson earlier, Bronson's actually who put me onto the Carhartt tees. I was like, damn, that just looks like a comfortable shirt. We're big bodied. Yep. It still looks nice. So I've got on a black Carhartt tee, khaki joggers, and the blue, the great, fearless. I'm feeling it. Jordan ones. I'm feeling it. Saucy today, guys. Saucy. This was the work fit. Like, I literally had a, uh, our jacket on over this today. That was it. Went casual today. I'm feeling it. Yeah. So we talked about a little bit of the stuff coming out, the Amonyers, mm-hmm. um coming out December 7th. That is Saturday. I'm a Meniere, bro. Yeah. Look, bro, I'm, <laughs> I live in America. Uh, I like the Dornbecker Air Force Ones that are coming out mm-hmm. on the same day. You know Dornbecker shoes are, are apparently they're designed by, I think it's sick children. I need to find this out because... I missed on the, the... Well, it wasn't really a miss. They selected... Today on the Sneakers app, they selected like a few people exclusive access to the Jordan 11 breads right. that are coming out. I was not selected. Mm-hmm. Travis yeah. did a cool thing where if you tweeted this hashtag about like all for one, he would send you a pair of the Cactus Jack Air Force Ones today. If you do what? If you tweeted or used an Instagram post with the hashtag of all for one. Oh. So I, he's, he's been active on social media here lately. He's not really active on Twitter. He put out like a whole string of tweets. So I think he's just drumming up hype for Jack Boys. That'd be cool. And also, Dornbecker is a children's hospital. Okay. So there's a foundation for that. And the um, I know the designs come from the children. That's really cool. I didn't yeah, actually know that. And they retail for $100, which is yeah. only $20 over normal retail for an Air Force One low. Yeah, and, and I, it's I really love the check, honestly. Yeah. That is a very clean shoe. I think they'll sell out. Oh, it will. There's a lot coming on the 7th. Um, I wanted to show you these and, and see what you thought about them. I know you're okay. not an avid sneakers user. Yeah, well, the app just goes fucky when I try and buy anything. That's on you, bro. I know. Mine works just fine. What do you think about these? So they're, they're a par- part of the Fearless One packs. Edison Chen. So he's part of the fashion label Clot. They okay. did a pair of Air Force Ones earlier this year that were red and had that, like, I, I, I don't want to say Chinese. It, when you see it, it's very Oriental. Yeah. When you see it, you just, you think. It's an Oriental design. You think. Of Asia, it comes with this little Chinese token on the right. front. Uh, it it looks kind of plain. It's not yeah. From far away, it looks plain, and you don't notice the like yeah. embossing on the fabric until right. you get close. It's it's okay. It's not really something that I would wear. But like I said, I'm not a big Jordan One fan. I I think that's I know that's kind of controversial if you're into sneakers. Oh, you've made that known already. Yeah, it's just not a shoe I have to have. Because I'm not a big high tops guy. Yeah. And that's just my favorite. It's about as much silhouette. That's your favorite silhouette? Yeah. It, I honestly think the New York to Paris are still better than that one. But I just like this. I've said it I said it almost every episode. I just want something different. And those from afar are like, oh, dude's rocking some Jordan ones. And you right. go down and be like, bro, I've never seen those before. I feel like those would get fucked up quick though. Yeah, you'd need the waterproof that Yeah, you need to waterproof them, you need to wrap them in saran wrap. <laughs> yeah, so there's a there's a bunch that sneakers is releasing or Nike's releasing yeah. on Saturday. Kyrie fives. Or sixes. Is that the sixes? Yeah. yeah, they're kind of they cool. go they I go like hard them. because basketball players actually wear them. You know they said they said in a press conference not to bring up the Air Easy too. Yeah, 
because it looks, <laughs> it looks so much exactly like it. Exactly like it, but it's a cool shoe. Looks yeah. good. So um, this weekend, a bunch of stuff coming through Sneakers app. Um, I really want to try for those Amaminier, the lows. Those are sick. Yeah, the, I think those will go quicker yeah, than go the highs. Quick. It's crazy that they're only $10 cheaper right. than the highs. Usually there's about a $30 price difference. What about that ugly 14 Dornbecker that's coming out? I know. Um, I've I never seen of, a pair of 14s that I liked. I like them because they're really unique. I would get those and just display them. I don't even know if I'd wear those necessarily. I would not. I think they're unique. Skip. Skip. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? No, I'm excited for the Bread 11s, but I, I doubt I'll get them. I don't even know if I'll try. Patent leather is hard to maintain, and I'm a shoe wearer, yeah. not a shoe collector, so right. I'm a wearer. Yeah, I would too. And I would too. They the do look bad when they get beat, huh? Yeah. That's the thing about Jordans. They look really good for a while, and then they one day it just that's why uh, that's part of the reason I like the one. one so much because a lot of times it's it's like leather. Usually uh-huh. you can recondition leather. You get a nick in them, get you a pen. True. There's a lot of ways to restore them, but patent leather. Yeah, you're fucked. not gonna happen. You're fucked. I yeah. agree. I agree. All right, let's talk about Wiki. Let's do so it. for those of you who don't know about Wiki, um, he's from New York. He is Puerto Rican and Irish descent. Right. Kinda Shout out to that interview. That's not a not a uh, common Puerto Rican and Irish. Yeah. In New York, though. Okay. They, well, yeah, I see that. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of immigration over there. So I could definitely see that. Going through, looking at his not really cosigns, but people he was mentioned with. Probably his biggest Earl's mainstream Western. look was Earl, and he was on Run the Jewels too. Grown Ups. That's the song they were on together. It's a. It, I think AM, it was AM radio. Oh, AM radio. Excuse yep. me, guys. Um, so, yeah, between Earl and Run the Jewels, that's really his, his biggest looks outside of his solo career. Uh, how old is he? Let's see. 25. 25. Yep. 1993. So pretty close to, to our age. He's, um, I, I really enjoyed w- Wiki's output since he's been in the rap game. I, I definitely thought Rat King, their first project is definitely still it's still one of my favorite uh outputs by him another thing i would say that i liked was he he had a mixtape i think it's called me i believe i've got you pulled up right thank you um well i did close it out i did my intro bro (laughs) i did i did what i had to do with the information that i had and i closed it yeah, it was it was a 2013 mixtape. You guys can look it up. It's a it's a really good project. And this one, Ufi, reminds me of that one in that they're both really like biographical. But um, when they for, when Wiki first came out, he sounded a lot like a UK rapper, like his inflections and his tone. Yeah, a little bit. If you listen to Rat King, dude, people really thought they were they were like grime artists. It was very very interesting. The best song is Asterix. That's such a good fucking track. He's got a. Very unique voice. He reminded mm. me of like it reminds me of early Vince, like kind of how Ooh. like harsh his vocals are because he has a lot of range in like the the high and treble range of of sound. So and that was one of my biggest I don't want to say beefs with the album. The only thing that I just kept being reminded of was I, the the production felt soft, like Ooh. he didn't have smooth enough voice right. to rap on some of those lo-fi beats. Okay. Like I felt, like I said, his he has a lot of highs and trebles in his vocal range, and when you're doing that on a soft beat with no bass, no mids to cover that up, it can whether be you're listening, yeah, whether you're listening in a car, because I listened to it, maybe it's just set up in my car, played it on my phone, same beef, played it with headphones, same beef. So 
I, I feel like it could have been mastered maybe a little bit better. He just has a very raw, harsh voice. Yeah, I would say the production was a bit was another a problem that I had on this as well. It just it did lack some oomph a lot of times, and also um, it just it just felt a little bit bland at certain yeah, points. Yeah, and I as get well. he's underground, and I said this with Billy Woods. Like when you listen to Billy Woods, you're very aware that you're listening to an underground album. He's but the production was still good. Right. This I feel like the budget for production was low. I, I don't know. It, I did like I did like some, some of the things beats, that I like. I mean, he did. I mean, I think Downfall is a good track. I think there's a there's a good amount of oomph in that one. Yeah, I, a production note. The, the falling synths at the yeah. beginning were really nice. They were sick. Um, oh, I didn't mean to play that. Um, I did like Grim. I think the intro is really good. Honestly, the first four tracks I don't skip. Yeah, I thought all of those hit really well. Little Ugly Man, Man, and Denzel Curry killed that. <sighs> Little Ugly Man talking about putting his failures on a blooper reel. Every time I hear that, dude, that, it hits I, my I love soul. that he said ignoring emails from Complex and there was one other. Mass Appeal. Yeah. Yeah. He he would have had a deal, but he's too pussy. Yeah. Um, Little Ugly Man is somebody that I've been listening to yeah, for, you've been a behind him for a while. I love him. Um, and they had they were in a group together with a third artist called Secret Circles. Okay. But then they never put out a, a project. And I don't know if it's coming. I hope it is. Thanks, Beast Mode. Yeah. <laughs> Denzel Curry uh contribution on the track is really good as well. Yeah. Um I think he's had a phenomenal year. Oh yeah. I think out of out of every artist he's well, a, he's definitely up there for me. Denzel Curry comes from a hub of rap. New York is a hub of rap. I think it's yeah. a good look geographically too. And and Denzel Curry was is more with an underground. He yeah. he found a happy middle but for a while he was in this like underground lane, kind of where Wiki's at, where it's uncompromisingly underground. Yeah. But then he made, he made that album last year. Taboo. Yeah, Taboo, and that really just it was catchy. There was some, there were songs like Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain. On, yeah. on there, and um, he kind of found his way to yeah, I mean, more he, mainstream. He can utilize sound. those sounds. Like I think if you gave him a, a boom bat beat, I mean, we saw what's the the rock song that he sang live. Oh, he um, has a very versatile yeah. sounding. Do just about anything. So I think if you said, "Hey, Bulls here's on, a Bulls on Parade," yeah. is that what it's called? If you if you hey, here's this boom bap beat. Do a New York sound. I think he'd body it. Right, right, absolutely. Yeah. The another thing that I like about this album is Wiki's rapping is def. He's definitely focusing a lot on um, wanting to make it, wanting to make a name for himself, a legacy, something long lasting. Being afraid of not living up to his potential, which I think is something that a lot of us can relate to right now at this age in our life. So I thought that was really cool. My biggest takeaway was how well the features were utilized. Usually on an underground album, when there's features, you're like, oh, God, man's throwing his friend yeah. a look. Right. I mean, I did the same thing with Mikel. I thought he did a good job. No, nah, that's a fire track. Yeah, but you know what I mean. When you yeah. pull up underground, like, oh, features? Yeah. I already barely know this guy. Right. Now right. I got to get to know this guy. Right. Um, right. But the features, this Langsy Jones guy, I tried to look him up on iTunes. There's no music aside from this song, uh, which was disappointing because I really liked him. Your old Drew, phenomenal yeah. New York rapper. Dude, he really, I thought by now, I thought your old Drew is somebody we would be putting in. We'd be talking about a lot more. I think what keeps him out of that, he's pretty edgy on social media he oh is he yeah 
He put out an album this year. I definitely got to go back and listen to it. But that was a very well-utilized feature, the Langsy Jones. Princess He's Nokia. He's worked with all these people before. Yeah. I've heard, I had heard of Princess Nokia before. She's this awesome. One. She's awesome. She has a very soothing delivery. She just calm. put out a track called Balenciaga. If you guys haven't heard that, go check it out. The last second to last track, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this not right, Duandita. I think so. Duandita. Phenomenal. When I heard it, the first thing I thought was, this sounds like a female vocal that Common would use on an album. Just very classic. And when I, just like I said, the, the features on this were very strong, which is typically not the case for underground. Out of underground. I, I liked it a lot. I, I've been following Wiki's music for a while. I would say, sort of like Action Bronson, if you're looking for something that you can listen to and appreciate lyricism. It's something that's more underground. You should definitely give this project a try. The storytelling's there. Yes, um, it, the rhyme scheme on some tracks yeah. are extremely complex. Right. Which I get a lot of underground artists like, I gotta lean more on lyrics because I don't have the infrastructure for production. Right. Which, that may not be the case for him, but he does have some very complex rhyme schemes. When I was reading through the lyrics, I was like, damn, he's really connecting a lot here, which is uncommon these days. That's rap. that's kind of why I think he works with an artist like Earl so yeah. well, you know. It's just that complexity in the lyricism. I will say sometimes because the production is lacking, the songs might run together. Yeah, it sounds samey a lot. Yeah, it's a little samey, so I mean it's almost an hour which a yeah, little a little like 52 too long. minutes, I think. Yeah, a little too long, so I don't know how I feel about that, but yeah, I think there was a little bit of fat that could have been trimmed. What did you think about the song Promises? Promises. Hey, uh, know, that's that's the one where he's he's like honoring the women that made him. Right, right. Talking about his aunts. And he's talking about how his aunt's name was Mercedes. And that's why he wants the, the peace sign on his car. And it, But he says that's why I want the peace sign on my car like six lines after he mentioned his, <laughs> his aunt Mercedes. His aunt. Right. And then I was like... That's the Mercedes logo. Is right. It looks like a peace sign in a circle. Yeah. Um, and that was nice. He goes on to talk about a friend of, uh, the best friend of his mother's. And she was like the first one that believed in him and said, you're going to make it. He, he references like at 10 years old, I could tell like she believed in me. So he's, he's just paying homage to the women that made him in his life. Yeah, there's a lot of good examples on this project of him being very personal. I think the intro is really self-reflective. It's kind of like, don't fuck up. Um, I like those those vulnerable moments, but I will say like I don't really remember Four Clove Club. The act. That one was one of the hardest tracks on there. Was it? Yeah. Oh, shit. It, oh, okay. It's one of the most ma- mainstream sounding. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm just saying like I I just don't go back to it as much as some of the and top I, half of the album. I think I liked it more because that kind of beat fit his voice better to me. Right. Because like it had just more had a little punch. more going on, a little more industrial. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which I think you need to go back and listen to Rat King because that really that's really what makes what made their output so prophetic. It was that that industrial sound like Shabazz Palace. If you guys haven't heard of them before, another example of a more industrial sound. Um, them and um, even JPEG is is yeah. sort of industrial artists like that. You you should really check out. Yeah, Rat but the. King. the, the I'm glad you brought up JPEG. The difference in, I think, Wiki and JPEG, you can tell that a lot has been put into the production of JPEG, too. He's a, Sometimes dude, more so he's than the a vocals. He's a freak with production, by the way. There's not very many people that can, like, 
remake his his style of music. Yeah, you're not going to find a lot of good JPEG and, type beats. And then you see Danny Brown, Danny Brown and him working together and you saw what that what that brought out. Yeah. Oh. What a monster with production. No, but I think Wiki does a lot of good things with this album. There's a lot of high notes, but yeah. I think the fact that it sounds samey, the production is kind of lacking. Mm-hmm. That's kind of its drawback. That's the only drawback. And and this is a good return return for Wiki. I hope that he puts out more more projects in the future. Maybe something with, like you said, a bit more production. An example of that is the song Eggs that I thought would have been on here, but it's not. But it's a single that he had put out, and it's produced by Mad Lib. And okay. that's something you guys really need to check out. There's a music yeah, maybe video he didn't well. clear that beat. <laughs> I think he did. It's on iTunes. Okay. He just didn't put it on the album. That's all. That's all. What do you What do you rank it? I mean, give it a six. Okay. I feel exactly the same. I mean, honestly, I, I, like I said, a lot of nice things were done. A lot of respect given based off the rhyme scheme. I like the uniqueness of his voice. Just think sometimes you need to know. There's reasons you don't hear J. Cole singing a lot. Because J. Cole can't sing. He sings entirely too much still. Like, despite that. Yeah, I mean, you have people that are like Kanye who have a bad voice but can do it because they're Kanye. And there's a crazy and effect. And Kanye still annoys the fuck out of me but sometimes. there comes a time when you need to know the, the capability of your voice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For so sure. I hope Wiki gets like another... I mean, there are, there are other artists like that. J. Cole is somebody that... if I wish he'd get more producers in the room. Uh... Eminem, somebody that I wish would get kind of different production in the room. There are some people who just, they get comfortable in a pocket and think that's all they can do. Yeah. But I, I think I think Wiki just needs a little more, a little more outside influence. That'd yeah, be pretty absolutely. Good. All right. Nice. Go check out those two kind of underground hip-hop artists. Oh, yeah. Why don't you flip through the writing prompt this week and give us a nice little question. Oh, what has been your greatest self-discovery? Jake's like, I, 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 I don't know if it's really a self-discovery, but I mean, I, I learned it by messing things up myself. So like the, the phrase is kind of cliche, but hard work pays off. Mm-hmm. It's true. Our principal said that in high school growing up. I mean, I know a lot of, that's not a, right. that's not a quote. It wasn't a GMC exclusive. That's a, that's a they quote. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody knows who said hard work pays off first, mm-hmm. um, but it does. And unfortunately, I learned that later in life than I wish I would have. <laughs> if you're a slacker now, it catches up to you. Yeah. Guys. So, I, yeah, I think hard work does pay off. I think for me, my greatest self-discovery, uh, I think it came from uh, me realizing that uh, I, I have trust issues. I think that was my biggest thing. And uh, the the way I was able to realize that is, um, I felt I feel like whenever I get to know somebody on a personal level, it just turns into me trying to figure out what they want from me and enacting that instead of just being myself, which I guess that's that's still really hard for me to this day. But I recognize it and I try and be more like open with people, I guess. Yeah. And more honest in what I'm interested in and, and not take as much shit. Yeah, and you can spin that too. Like part of that, like you need to be. We've talked about skepticism on previous episodes. Episodes, mm-hmm. but yeah, that, you can't be a hundred percent yourself to everybody you meet. Right, you having yeah. that may have a guard that has filtered some bad people from you. Absolutely, and 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 listen, just because I'm like, oh, I think I should be more open. That doesn't mean <laughs> that everybody I meet, I'm like, oh, hi, buddy. You know, like I give you that good first impression, but 
for me to like like the stories we've told each other like yeah. you know f- f- close personal stuff that's not something that everybody gets to know but you also just can't be like skeptical of every single person because then you you have trouble finding somebody like long term or even finding friends that you can call on when you're in trouble you I know? was talking to somebody about this the other day and I pointed out I was like you always see like like when you see somebody, you say like the bad thing you think. Yeah. I said, you know, like when when I'm out in public, and I've you've been out in public with me infinite times, and I'll see somebody and like just no filter, I'll say something bad. <laughs> well, now I've gotten to the point where when I see somebody, I think the worst, I think the best, and then I address them somewhere in the middle. Oh, I like that. I like that. And then that gives everybody like you're giving everyone a fair chance. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Like yeah, like you're not gonna look at that person and think like. Oh, okay. I remember what this is I remember worst. what started this conversation. Tabitha and I were watching a Christmas story the other uh-huh. night. Have you seen that movie? That's the yeah. You'll shoot your eye out movie. Oh yeah. So the big controversy is hundred times. <laughs> did she break the lamp on purpose or was it an accident? She broke and the lamp. Tabitha on said, purpose. I think she broke it on purpose. And I was like, Really? She broke I the said, lamp on purpose. I said, I don't know. I said, I, <laughs> I said, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. And she was like, Well, why? And I said, Because she didn't really like show any like signs of erratic <laughs> or like that kind of behavior earlier in the movie. And then she pointed out, she was like, no, when she goes to that living room, she looks like she's about to do something. I said, I said okay, I said, remember where we're at in this movie. I'm going to rewind and watch that part. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I, I'll, give it, I'll give that to you. Yes, she did it on purpose. Yeah. Like, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. If there's some proof, then yeah. that's, that's when I'll that make my decision. so much worse. Yeah, that's yeah. when I'll make my decision. But I try to, like, think the worst, think the best, and then try to form some opinion, at least off the jump, somewhere in the middle. Right. Right. I think it I think it's more so like I'll treat everybody everybody the same, but then I'll have people who like I've hung out with a couple of times and they're oh. like, Oh yeah, let's hang out more and I'm like Well huh? to be to be I'm clear, like, like, I will nah. treat everybody the same. But in my yeah. head, like I'm thinking like when I'm forming my opinion yeah. based off a of first impression, right, my baseline starts in the kinda in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. For me it's more like you you know you have like people that you meet and they'll want to get closer to you and you're just like i'm good yeah like if if we didn't if we didn't do this podcast and we just knew each other from high school and i was like hey bro can i can i come play golf you're like like that's i would be like i'd be like yeah yeah sure but also you've invited me i've i've been closer than that even if we didn't have the podcast like i was in you know your wedding and that's too. I've I've known you no, too. No, I well. mean, if if we didn't have that friendship and like oh, somebody yeah. from high school just oh, hits you up, hey yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. Can, can your can your dad give me a, <laughs> if we a discount just, on a on eighteen? Holes? I'd be like, nah. Yeah. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm sorry. And unfortunately, there's people like that everywhere. Yeah. Who, oh yeah. Did Wiki have a line on his quote? He said, "They only call me when it's when, payday." Yeah, they only call me when. it's No, that payday. was no Bronson. Bronson said that was Bronson. That. Yeah. yeah, that was on Sven. Um, oh, so yeah. no, you're right, but I don't know. It's, you have to you have to know when people are taking advantage of you, but you also have to not think everybody's taking advantage of no, you. No, and, and trust issues is a hard thing to to deal with because a lot of times it's just as much on you as it is the people that cause you those right to have those issues. You have to let those people go. That's another way of kind of realizing you do have those trust issues is like, all right, it happened before, but that doesn't mean it's gonna happen again. You know? Yeah. That kind of thing. So yeah, I, I can relate with the difficulty of, of getting over that. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's definitely tough. But it's sort of a day-to-day kind of thing. Yeah. You just have to push yourself. Absolutely. So what have you been listening to? Uh, a lot of... I went back and listened to X's Skins. <clears throat> I also went back and listened to uh, Lil Uzi Vert's Love is Rage, the first one. 
uh, weekend put out two singles, Heartless and Blinding Lights. Yeah, if you follow Hakeem on Snapchat, you know <laughs> that he's been listening to uh, <laughs> Blinding Lights yeah. for the last like seven days. <laughs> it is a good track. It yeah. reminded me more of what he did on Trilogy, mm-hmm. but a little less as introspective. Right. I think this is more of a pop track, but it's I pop. liked I liked the feeling of this better. Than I want to hear his releases. I, Weekend looks he looks skinny as fuck. His hair is crazy, dude. He looks like he's been doing a shit ton of drugs. I like this direction. Um, you know, I like the music video for uh, Heartless. I thought that was really good. Uh, another thing I've been listening to is uh, Stormzy has a couple of tracks out. He has a project coming out soon called Heavy Is the Head that wears the crown. That's the analogy. Okay. Um, last thing. I tried to listen to that High Hats and Heartaches by Six Dogs. Throw it on in the background. Yeah. If you're really... I'm an I'm a, a la carte fan. Like, yeah. I like Fago Dreams and Butt Cheeks. But... <laughs> I lo- you don't know how good Butt Cheeks is, by oh, the way. Oh, it's, it's phenomenal. It's a Fago Dreams song. is just as good, I think. It's a great song. Um, what else? Uh, Jesus is King, Kanye West. Okay. You but... know, I saw on Snap Complex Snapchat... That that was his second worst album is what they complex rated. A lot of people are rating it. But though. what was more shocking is they rated Ye worse than Jesus is King. That's what, what I was shocked by. I really like that album. You're hot. No, that's a good fucking Kanye album. I think what they said it felt rushed, which it it was not mastered well. No, like it's very raw Kanye. But that's kind of isn't that the vibe of the album the. Even the the I love being bipolar. It's Look, awesome. Jay Z said, "You want the old shit? Go bump the old album. Go bump the old album." When has a Kanye album ever sounded the same? Yeah. Just let the man. I, I will say, let like lyrically, lyrically Jesus it lacked. King. Uh, no, I, I I was talking about Jesus King though. It's not it's not a gospel album. It's a Christian rap album. Yeah, and there's some good moments, but honestly, the production carries it. Oh, absolutely. For me. On God is like that one track I always go back to. Yeah. And the intro. I like the whole album a lot because of its length. Right. I think that's why I like Ye so it's much. Short. Um, try to go back and listen to Trippy Red. <laughs> I, it's just it's really just the singles for me that, uh, and yeah. the Grinch. I took the Grinch is a very I, I think if he could do that for an album or him and Juice World on the track. By the way, I said I said their the song they did together was TM six six six. It was actually uh, Six Kiss? No, free. They did a freestyle for fourteen, fourteen hundred slash six six six. Oh yeah, I remember that. That's their track together. Yeah, I remember that. I probably fucked up the numbers, but I just want to get that out. It was bothering me when I was driving home. I was like, God, you idiot! <laughs> no, so tried to listen to that and just can't get over the songs that I I said I didn't like. Did you listen to the Melly Project yet? Yeah, I d- made it about halfway through. Nothing. Nothing. Didn't do much for Nothing. me. Nothing. It's a wasteland. I, yeah, it is a wasteland. I've listened to Lamb Over Rice a lot, um, and then there's a Apple Music playlist called Alt Rap. Mm-hmm. Go, if you go listen to that, I or look through it. There's a lot of artists that I had not heard of. Okay. Mentioned with a lot of artists that we hold in high regard, like Brockhampton. Yep. Um, let's what see. are some of the known, uh, the well, lesser names that like, you hadn't heard? What in lesser names or something like kind of shocking ones like Lil Keed? It's called Swap It Out with Lil Duke. I've not heard that song, but yeah. it's weird that it made artists. Wiki Lil is on Keed there. Lil Keed has some, has some interesting ideas. That's actually how I found this is because I saw that he was featured on this playlist. Yeah. So I went and listened to it. Um, Father's Action on Pack, there. Princess Nokia's on here. That's Balenciaga song you're talking yeah. about. 
a good track. 99 Neighbors. Never heard of them. Fuck, Twitch. That's a good song. Um, 88 Glam. We've we've talked that's about a, them this they're, year. They're not great. Vince Staples. No, they're not great, but we've talked about them. <laughs> uh, Vince Staples, who's more of a mainstream sheet music, episode two. Okay. I hadn't heard of that. Smoke Perp was one that I thought was kind of odd to be on here. Um, Lucky, Peter Gull. So a bunch of people that I've not heard of. Yeah. So some of it was trash, I'll be honest with you. It was skip. Yeah. It's just skip for you. So, it's not for everyone. Yeah. But I was checking that out. Just kind of broaden the Very horizon cool. a little. But that's, that's really been it. I feel you. I've really just been going back a lot lately. Yeah. We have talked, there have been some really good albums this year, but I think we've had so much crap that they've been clouded. Like I went back and listened to Zoo, Denzel Curry, trying to start planning my year-end list. Right, me too. Went back to Young Thug's album, and I I think I gave that a six when it came out. It's an eight. Really? Yeah, I like it a lot. Okay. It's so much fun. I like that one. <laughs> it, it really is. like once I like you when know, albums come around later. Like once you know, like okay, Young Thug is Young Thug's pop now. Okay. And then you can see, like, that's his appeal. And when you go back and listen to it, you're like, okay, I like this a lot more. I've been playing uh, Billy is Woods that... and Kenny Siegel. They have okay. a project together called Hiding Places. You about got gassed because that <laughs> cover kind of looks like one of the slaughterhouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was about to smack your phone out no. of your No. No. Um, Hiding Places. Uh, I went back to Gold Links, uh, Diaspora. No, nah, Gold Links canceled, bro. Yeah. Well, no. No, bro. What he said about Mac Miller got, was out of pocket. I don't. It was stupid. It, it really didn't need to be said. Um, Danny Brown, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know what I'm saying? That's another one that when I went back to, I liked more than the like when we reviewed it. I love this <laughs> this album. I'm telling you, the year end list is going to be harder than you think. It, um, it is for me. I think JPEG Mafia, All My Heroes Are Cornball. I'm basically giving you guys my yeah. list right now, but. That that this project is getting just played heavily. Uh, I haven't gone back to the baby. I should. That's one I go back because I went back, back to that, to that one, one a couple a couple episodes ago. So about two or three weeks ago. Yeah, and um, believe it or not, uh, exclamation mark has more songs on there that I like. <laughs> no, they have more songs on there that I like than on the Love Letter to You Four. Okay, I think I'm the opposite. I think. Hang on, let me see if that's true. I like. Uh nope. <laughs> I think I like three songs on yeah, here. Yeah, that one was a miss. I will say I I went back to um, "Be Yourself," "Immortal" with the games okay, and um, the game's like the up. original Tory Lanez, isn't he? He yeah he is yeah it just took Chame- everybody chameleon yeah he's got some songs that you like project. but never really can do a really good album except for um yeah, you documentary. Like documentary and uh I like the one that he did L A L A X I think it's yeah. called I like that project. Like that one came out when I was young though. He's but the OG he chameleon. Out, yeah, he put out a project uh just I think a couple days ago. Who cares? Are you gonna listen to it? No. Should we review it? No, he no. said some off color shit about Kim Kardashian. He always says that he's he fucks somebody's wife or well, girl. So I don't know if he put that on the album, but there was a leak of a song yeah. where he talked about the like clap, Kim K. He said like t- making Me Kylie cereal or Kendall oh, yeah. cereal. Like, bro, just it's 2019. It's cloud chasing. If you did, I mean, I guess if you'd done it back then, no one would know what you're talking about. But it is cloud chasing now. He's cloud chasing. Well, him and Fifty are known for that. Yeah, and Fifty's different. He's Fifty really is just a, a kid with a neck beard and a hoodie just trolling on fortune. Call me game or Fifty chasing clout. <laughs> Tell me where that came from, uh, dude. I don't know. I said that. Oh shit. Yeah, call me game or Fifty chasing clout. I don't remember the line that follows that though. Bars. Um, yeah, those two are the OG clout chasers. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
Oh, and Igor. Igor's still number one. Yeah. So I'm telling you, there's more than you think once you go back and look at go back and look at the list of releases, and you'll be like, oh, oh. Yeah. So. Oh, Juice World's project. Death Race for Love. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Death Race for Love. I, this year's been so upsetting because we've gotten some really bad music. That no, the good but every year, kind of, once you go back, you do realize every year is kind of is about average. Yeah, there's like there's a there's a solid few projects, and there's you know the whatever projects. Yeah. What else you been listening to? I see you got that's, Flower Boy. That's been about it. All right, let's ride out. Let's ride out to some Flower Boy. I can't wait to hear what. Oh. Dude, this is an intro track. The intro is a little, uh, takes it it a little while. Wait, wait, wait. You gotta play something calmer. Play November, bro. Play November. We need to send them. (laughs) Bro, I remember where I was when I listened to this. Who that boy? Who him is? Those violins are crazy. Man, that build-up is insane. Yo. Is this better? I, like I kind of messed up the drop, didn't I? <laughs> Some people were feeling who that boy. Dope. It was <laughs> this song makes me sad, but also jazzy at the same time. You know what I mean? This is so good, I find. Yeah. you guys had a good thanksgiving i hope you guys enjoyed take this episode take me back to november i want a shirt for the oh, really cold what four days removed from this yeah take me back bro hey everybody thanks for listening to another episode of hooks lines and hip hop we appreciate you spending your time with us Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see